In a world full of distractions, there is one big question on every dog owner's lips. How do I become more than just the person holding the other end of the leash? We all get dogs with a dream in mind, a vision of the future. And if right now your everyday reality isn't quite that picture you had in mind, you are in the right place. It really doesn't have to be this way. You absolutely can and will be more to your dog than just the person who gets in between them and the world. The key is you need to be more sexy. More sexy than the neighbourhood cats. More sexy than the jogger in the park. More sexy than that half-eaten hamburger they just found on the floor. And yes, even more sexy than the dog across the road. I'm Tom. And I'm Lauren. Together Together we're we're Absolute Absolute Dogs. Dogs. And you're listening to the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. Welcome to this episode of the Sexier Than a Squirrel podcast. And in this episode, we are talking about working with dogs, working with your dogs, and also working with your family. Now, time and time again, we have it that our super ass team, they're our our customer service team. Yeah. They have a family member who isn't agreeing or who's disagreeable to the training. So the question might come in something like, I'm really loving your training. I really enjoy playing the games, but my husband, what on earth do I do with him? Or I'm really enjoying the fact I've started this new training and my daughter, she just keeps wrecking it. She's only 11 and she just says all the wrong things. Or my my nan, my uh, grandma, my, my son, my someone disagrees with what's happening or potentially potentially is considering sort of making the situation not so good. Yeah, absolutely. And so we wanted to dedicate an episode of the podcast to really arming you with the strategies, the skills to be able to um, to kind of work with that situation and, and, and make that situation better. Now, let's consider um, the sort of scenarios that people might get themselves in here or be finding mm. themselves in. Um, I'm going to give you a little story. My customer, her name is Jill. She's a fantastic, fantastic customer. Um, I was only talking to her just a minute ago and uh, her husband is Dave and she will not mind me saying this and Dave absolutely adores their dogs Mm -hmm. Jill also of course absolutely adores her dogs now when Jill's training Dave might have input for her and some of that input might be things like well surely she should be trained by now or why are you just bribing her with treats or maybe you should do it the old-fashioned way. Barbara, what's her name? She was very good at this. Or have you looked at one of those collars that helps to teach her to walk better? So he might have lots of input for Jill. And what Jill feels sometimes is that actually Dave's input is not only just not welcome, actually it's actively quite distressing for her when she's training her dog because it kind of makes her doubt herself and it makes her doubt what she's doing. And really what she wants to do is just become Game Changer Jill. And at the same time, what she's finding is uh, difficult Dave can sometimes get a little involved. So we've got some tips for you because whether you're kind of dealing with you're living with that kind of situation or maybe you've got a family member or a partner who um, is doing things differently to you or maybe not doing anything at all and you'd love them to do something get them involved um, we've got some tips for you and so the first tip is um it kind of applies to life in general and it's admittedly harder if these if, if the person lives with you um but that is that just be careful when you 
speak about a particular subject or you talk about a particular subject, you might be talking about it because you enjoy it and you're passionate about it. Some people might take that as an invitation to give their opinion. And so I guess what we're saying is that sometimes actually not discussing the subject with that particular uncle or auntie or sister or brother who maybe has different opinions to you actually just kind of avoids the situation altogether. And it sounds so obvious, but sometimes we have to remind ourselves of this, where maybe we get some input that we didn't want. And then you kind of think, you're kind of walking away and thinking, actually, I kind of, I didn't ask for it, but also I kind of opened up the floor for people to give their opinions. So next tip, and I think this is absolutely crucial, is involve the people around you in what you're doing. So involve them in what you're doing. Get them on board. Onboard them rather than make them compliant. And actually consider how we might onboard someone. So for me, uh, my dog, uh, every day they wake up with a pot of value and that value is for us ditch the bowl. We've ditched our food bowls. So I might have a couple of those pots around the house and I might say to Eliza she's my daughter and she loves to be involved uh, with our dog training and I might say to her rather than um, running up and down the stairs and squealing and getting them to chase you in the morning I'm not going to tackle that one what I'm going to say is Eliza every time you see one of the dogs on the bed why don't you run and grab one of those special golden nuggets and deliver it to the beds and she says yes that'd be amazing mummy I love doing that I love training dogs Mm -hmm. and so rather than being um, the crazy household with arousal all over the place as she runs up and down the stairs and classic nips at her ankles and and all of the fun that we could have in our household. Instead, what we have on the whole is actually, and, and you've seen it time and time again, mm-hmm. Tom, in the house, we have dogs that settle on their beds and are pretty chilled, even though Eliza yeah. can be very high energy. Yeah, absolutely. And so what the kind of uh, tip there is, is, you know, give them a job, give them something to do. And something you want them to do, productive. Yeah, absolutely. And that in turn, you almost give them a level of, right, this is your responsibility. This is what I'd love you to do. Um, And it's a great way of interacting with the dog. And in doing that, actually, you get rid of all kinds of what don't I want them to do. And she knows her role then. So Eliza knows her role. She knows that capturing them on the bed is the goal rather than being captured up and down the stairs and around the house as she's being chased. Yeah, absolutely. So um, no, Next tip that um, that we've got for you is to actively share with people why you are making the choices that you're making. Because sometimes what can happen is that you do things and people look at you and they're like, why are you doing that? Or what's the purpose of that? Um, and it, as you start to um, talk in relation to buckets and things paying into the bucket and how maybe we need time to let the bucket empty, what you start to find is people start to adopt the same language as you. And in adopting the same language as you, they start to think in a similar way to you. And we've heard this time and time again among our training academy students that all of a sudden um, partners that originally didn't want to be involved are all of a sudden talking about buckets or maybe even they're talking about how their buckets are a little bit full and in turn what you get is you you start to get involvement and it's it's really because a lot of the time people need to understand the the why they need to understand the 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 purpose and they just as you needed to understand why we do things and how we do things before you start doing them it's the same for family members being told kind of to do something without the reasoning why or or the purpose. I think unless you're naturally passionate about that, it's probably not going to get people involved in it or wanting to do it. And so actively involving them in the why can be really good. So this one, um, I suppose, leads on from that re- 
nicely is catch them doing mm. something right. So it leads on from the last two is sometimes someone will do something right around your dogs. And I know that might sound crazy, but sometimes it happens. If you catch them doing something right, whether that's rewarding your dog on a boundary or coming to, into the house calmly or uh, only very recently someone um, was uh, coming into my house and rather than knock, they messaged me beforehand to tell me what time they were coming and then they rang me when they got there. Like, I was like, oh, that's so, so helpful. Like, I really appreciate yeah. that. So catching people do what you do want. Another one is my postman. My postman, he's really good at not ever trying to pop the post over the gate or over the door. He always either leaves it where he knows it's it's accessible for us or he waves to us and we grab it from him. Mm. So that's kind of our daily um, sort of gratitude to the people that are involved in in our family and, and lifestyle. And this is this is really everyone peripherally who who is around your dog. Um, actually, that really helps to safeguard my bucket, their bucket, and we have a fairly settled household when we have visitors and yeah. it, it makes a massive difference. So I suppose catch them doing something right, even if it's a really tiny thing, like even a really small thing, still catch them doing something right. Now, next tip, and this one is a, a game changer. It's a life changer, okay? And that is that there are, you, in a way, what you want to do with your family, your partner, your household, is you want to tell them that there are rules and they must stick to the rules. And actually, yeah, that is kind of, you know, it'd be great to have some rules in place, right? Um, or some guidelines. There are two ways that you can implement a rule or enforce a rule. The first way is to say, this is the rule and you must do it. How has that worked out for you in the past? And I have um, to, just very quick one, Tom. The, the local community college did this recently and they said, you must, you must, you will, you must, you must. Oh my goodness, what an uproar. Mm. What an uproar. And you can understand why. Yeah. And this is like teenagers. Exactly. You will, you, you must. must, I command yeah. respect. Whereas what you can do, and this is really sneaky, clever, cool. And that is you that sneaky? you can catch them doing the rule and you can tell them what a great decision that was. So what I mean by that is let's take an example of, I don't know, um, we don't want to... Um, uh, we, we've just come in from, from, from being out all day and I don't know, we've got a multi-dog household and we don't want to let all the dogs out of the beds all at once because that's what, what that is going to cause is an arousal eruption. And that's when, you know, you're going to get relationships that are quite stretched. Um, and you see that maybe your partner goes goes to the kitchen and sticks the kettle on as soon as they get in rather than greeting the dogs. And in that moment, you say, I love that thinking. That, that's really smart because otherwise they're going to race out. They're going to race out. They're, they're going to be very excited. They might get into a bit of a fight You're be because they're so excited. suggesting what a great move that was. And God, if that was Matt, he'd be like, wow, how on earth did I make her? So like literally, she's praising me yeah. for this. Like in the end, making a coffee normally in our houses, I'm like, oh, you don't need another cup. But he'd be like, wow, I'm being praised for making a cup of coffee. Exactly. This is a good thing you know the, the cool to a winner. thing is is you, you can catch them doing something almost by accident but then praise them and make and then talk to them about the it's why simple. right it's simple um, and so all of a sudden there's this rule that because it started with with praise and a compliment it's something that we're going to do time and time again now you guys might be thinking that there tom and i both got a little bit excited about capturing and, and training uh partners and you could hear it in our voices like you just tell them they did a great job and wow and you reinforce you them. them there's a rule so <laughs> 
the cool thing about this is, is actually uh, susceptibility to reinforcement or training or um, sort of conditioning. It's all possible. It's not, it's not any different. And actually catching your uh, partner or your um, family member doing something right and actually um, reinforcing that rule without making it the rule yeah. um, in a subtle way is definitely a nice way forward. Yeah. Now, next um, tip, and that's th- this is something that we sometimes see our students doing um, and we and then you know we, we have a bit of guidance then they realize what they've done and sometimes we all find ourselves doing this a little bit in that maybe partners or family get involved and then rather than reward them what we do is we start telling them how they could do it better, better. and how they could do it slightly differently and oh I just maybe would, would tweak this a little bit actually all we're doing is we're punishing them. and I find myself doing this so often with Eliza because I so desperately want her to get it right I mean playing with the dogs a really prime example and I'm like oh Liza when you're playing darling just give them a bit more of the the, the line or Liza when you're playing try not to dental floss them or Liza or don't kick it at the head um, where she kicks the ball across the room um, and so it's very very we understand your challenge mm. and at the same time it's knowing when not to say it and, and yet we get it right we get it and so um, again you avoid that temptation to do that and think and, and just celebrate the fact that you know people want to be involved and they're you know they're trying their best they're and they're seen, invested they're probably seeing you do something and they're trying to emulate you and so what you might do is you might just you might praise them for, for doing it and then at a separate opportunity maybe next time you're playing with your dog you might say oh you see how he really likes it when you know I'm not shoving it in his face actually I'm making it hard for him to get and he's you know I'm making it more scarce and he's trying to chase it I'm kind of being like the squirrel when I play this game. And then probably the next time you catch them trying to have a little play with your dog or whatever it might be, they've probably taken some of that on board. But the temptation is to wade in there and And start telling them how to do it. Try so hard not to shut them down. And both Tom and I have been there and we're desperately wanting to input in a nice way. I can imagine you doing it with writing and I can imagine, I can imagine. I'm terror. I'm actually quite, quite so. I've got a lot of self-control when it comes to dogs, when it comes to horses. I'm like, oh, I can I just, just see maybe you. tweak this a little bit. I can just see and, it now. Um, and that's not always I, well received. I, I can see <laughs> it now. And uh, and I'm definitely, one of my worst areas would be Paul, Matt and Eliza, where I just desperately want to coach them to be better. And yet, I'm sure they feel the same about me. So so I think the cool thing is there that, yes, um, finding other ways to do it and finding other moments to do it and actually just celebrating the fact they're getting involved at first. Yeah. And, and, and I think... Remember that your partner or um, your family member didn't necessarily choose this dog or this relationship and actually they are part of this. So finding a nice way to sell. I'm thinking about one of our owners and, I, and you'll know who and she she would be like, stop that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, not that. And and actually her poor husband is just doing his very best and he did not expect to be roped into this random like dog training world yeah. that he's found himself in. And I suppose the biggest thing is to celebrate the fact that he's taking part mm. and initially it's easy wins and small wins and actually the fact he's participating and he wants to help and he's trying yeah. to help even if he's doing all of the wrong things his intention is still really good and he is yeah. trying yeah absolutely now um the the next tip is going it, it's going to be one that we've experienced and we've seen other family's experience as well and you might be thinking this just does not apply to your family at all and some of you will equally be thinking oh my word i am i'm so doing this and i need to stop and that is that 
you might find, you often find, that a particular family member, maybe it's a partner or a, 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 a I don't know, a, a child, whatever it might be, um, actually gets really into dogs and really into dog training and starts wanting to learn about it like you and play the games like you and they start training your dog and you're both training your dog and then you initially are happy and then what happens is this terrible human condition that is you get competitive and you get a little Whoa. bit annoyed when they're doing well and we, we we've seen it okay we have seen it many times and and i think the the big thing is there that we sometimes have to take a step back and think actually how cool is it that now we're you know we're doing this together we're working through this together and it, there's no winner or loser there is no body who the dog likes better than the other person every relationship is different and we are all contributing and i think this is not dissimilar to a question I was asked the other day as part of our Agility Academy. And it was, someone said, um, oh, are you not, a, a customer posted a video of them training with me and uh, Absolute Dogs. Mm. And they were watching the dog training mm. and they said, are you not ever worried, Lauren, that that person's going to compete against you and beat you? And I kind of <laughs> said, that's kind of my hope. And and yet, f- as in that they can compete exactly. up with you and, and yeah. you've grown someone at that level. Yeah. And yet at first, I think I was a little bit thrown by that. And, and the worry that actually yeah there's a bit of competitiveness there and actually your goal is that you're growing and Mm. they're growing and everyone is um growing together and i I suppose this leads really nicely onto my next one and uh, the next one is that see if there's any level of immersion that you can encourage Mm. so whether that might be uh, if you've got a family member that might listen to the sex in a squirrel podcast just because it sounds a bit out there maybe not this episode um, because they'll find out your don't tell them maybe you direct them direct them (laughs) so sexy than a squirrel podcast see if they might listen in or check in or maybe listen to it in the car as a subtle do you mind partner if i could listen Mm. to this just but it's only 20 minutes um and or another one might be you you might show them the netflix of dog training say you're part of the training academy you might show them your netflix of dog training just say look these are the sorts of things i play and it's yeah. cool or you might even maybe you are part of the sexiness girl dog training program um where you've got um 25 days of um of, of super cool games yeah. and uh, they might be able to take part in them too because if you're anything like eliza or or any of my family games like catch me if you can are actually very very appealing magic hand anybody who uh, finds uh, having a dog around fun actually these sorts of things can and if they don't, they're going to start to find them fun when they play the games. So I, th- I suppose a level of um, opportunity immersion, don't force it on them, but you could kind of gently have it around. Absolutely. And that, you know, you, it be beware that you might then find that you have somebody who really wants to be involved. On your heels. Um, on your heels. How, how would cool. someone find Sexy in a Squirrel, Tom? Or where so, would they find it? Yeah, or what so do they do? All you've got to do is head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy to find out about the challenge and getting involved in the challenge. It's 25 days of games. Super, super fun. Massive community. Massive community. Tens of thousands of people all over the world have been through it. So you could say it's tried and tested. And, um, and the cool thing is, is that all the family can get involved in playing the games. And you can play them all in your living room. You can play everything together you can all take turns in how you play it where you play it what you do with it it's it's a super cool opportunity um and um really 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 nice for everyone to get involved absolutely and so i guess the kind of common theme across everything that we've been that we've been talking about in this episode is that we're all very clear about how we should interact with dogs and we should be kind and we should think about the what do I want and we should think about inspiring great behavior rather than forcing it. I think sometimes, especially when it comes to family, we all need to just occasionally 
remember to treat them with the same level of of kindness and the same approach because that's how you get real life results mm-hmm. and that's whatever we're working with and so i guess you know it's it's about this game changer way of life really is a way of life and it doesn't stop at dogs it doesn't stop at your family it stop with every interaction you have you're going to be the you know the the optimism finder the joy bringer the the person who says there's a solution there's a game for that um, and that that's pretty cool but we've got to really step into it not just step into it we've got to jump into it and live it both feet yeah. both feet all in so with that guys that was this episode of the sexier than a squirrel podcast go forth and reshape your family's brains and um, we'll see you in the next episode it's going to be a really fun episode next week so with that in the meantime stay Stay sexy sexy. hey before you go have you taken part in the worldwide sexier than a squirrel challenge it's a 25 day online video program huge energy amazing community and over six thousand people are already taking part the only question is you know where you are today where do you want to be 25 days from now head to absolutedogs.me forward slash sexy 